night, so I will not go. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. Na 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 na. Then I'm like na 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 na. Hey Jude. Welcome back to your place of moaning, your place of philosopher named Blair. Philosophers moan. Welcome back to Philosophers Moan. I'm Blair. Here we go. We guess what? It's spooky, spooky season. Now, what marks the holidays is all of the memes that infiltrate the internet when the seasons change. So I'm sure you've seen all of the hocus pocus, pumpkins in the butt memes. Hope you love them. Whatever. Hoodies, blankies. You know the spump pumpkin spice hot beverage of choice pumpkin pie that's my uh edible thing of choice <laughs> it is a glorious time to watch the seasons change we should all be tuning in to appreciating it yes stop what you're doing and appreciate the seasons changing it's happening right now you can feel it in the air it really is it's like a it's like it's like a little magic temperature shift that immediately gives you this feeling of ah fall is coming Winter is coming. <laughs> I just got this strong urge to tell you how courageous it really is to follow your heart and your soul in this world. Okay, I f I just want you to know that <laughs> it's so much easier to just you know throw yourself aside and trust the system instead. You know, like to just go on a safer path or just completely follow the advice from others and not actually tuning into what you really believe what you really want what you really feel oh, this is a common theme for me I'm kind of like you deserve to truly believe in yourself it's just it's a lot of responsibility that's why it's easier to kind of like shrink down a little bit and think oh I'll just deal with what I really want out of life later that's <laughs> I mean even identifying what you really want out of life is a huge milestone if, you, if you're asking me, I would be like, well, make sure it's vague because life is extremely unpredictable and full of all kinds of challenges that arise out of thin air. So keep it vague. It's never going to be exactly how you imagine it. And that's a great thing because it'll be better. That's if you're open to it being better. That is you just can't underestimate the power of your beliefs. So make darn sure they are your beliefs only you you know like hold them it's not they weren't just given to you and you're expected to carry them around you you know really like created and feel these from your personal experience did you catch me saying field field these field to field you feel those beliefs feel them out <laughs> let's discuss the ego I can't believe I actually haven't brought the, brought that up before on the podcast. It's, it doesn't seem like it would be something I would bring up. My ego thinks that I would talk about the ego. <laughs> ah, watch out. The ego is arriving. Hi, I'm Blair, and I am so hot, and everybody loves me. I can't even help it. Ugh. Yeah, so I just, you know, be really cool all the time. And yeah, it's like really awesome being Blair. So there is Blair's devilishly shallow ego. My ego hates following my heart because it puts it in a very vulnerable position. 
There's no fortress for defense anymore. <laughs> I can't just, you know, detach and not care because my true self is on the line. That's what happens and the ego is like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I prefer to be in control. <laughs> don't tell me what I prefer. She is such a bitch. That's why I have to like, you know, get rid of her as often as possible. But she always comes back, I promise. And you know what? I appreciate that because at the end of the day, she is a lot of fun. You know, my ego... She is fun. <laughs> you would be nothing without me. Gosh, see, isn't she so loving, so sweet? Jeez. So, yes, there are things like ego death, right? Where you lose yourself completely. Well, who am I? Because I don't know. Where's my little diva? Where's my little diva inside my head? Ranting about how great I am. <laughs> Go ahead. Kill me. I don't care. But that can be, a, a, a very scary experience. B... Uh, even damaging, you could argue, if you're not, you know, doing it in a safe place with safe intentions. la di doo da doo But I actually find the best way to have a relationship with the ego is just that. Have a relationship with it. Keep your identity separate, but that, you know, you, you still love your ego. Otherwise, the ego is going to take over you. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got one. It's kind of like a dog. Is it trained or is it going to eat me? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's embarrassing if the ego is your whole identity. It's all you've got to attach, you know, who you are to. I think I, I think that's embarrassing. The ego loves it, though, right? Because that's full control, full power. Um, and that's the weird dynamic we have with ourselves. There is a part of ourselves that literally wants to dominate, to conquer, to take over the entire self in like a shallow, naughty way, not in a nice, pure, wholesome, loving way. Oh, don't worry. I have already dominated you, girl. Did anybody ask? So the ego hates following the heart because it puts it in a vulnerable position. We have no defenses. You know, we're out in the open, right? Um, <laughs> we really gotta follow through now or else what are you a quitter a quitter on your heart you can't be you can't give up on your heart you know so once you're committed to following your heart oh it really does open you up to arrows but we hope that they are cupid's arrows right <laughs> okay so you're following your heart and soul and now your ego is in distress and it probably uh presents itself in the form of self-doubt self-doubt whining you know, completely ready to throw yourself aside because you're you're already a failure, even though you haven't even like gone very far on your journey. <laughs> um, your ego will literally try to convince something dear to your heart is stupid. It will try to convince you that the things you enjoy aren't worth your time. It will literally try to dominate you by making you feel bad about yourself. Your ego does that. And then it tries to turn around and point you towards things it knows other people would like about you that other people would think is cool or in a level of achievement not you but other people and it steers you towards that gratification process that other people will like you so therefore you can like yourself not because you actually have love and truth inside you so what i find works best you don't abandon the ego you play a little game you play a little game with your ego 
you have to you have to keep the ego excited you know honestly what i think it feels like it feels like babysitting you're babysitting yourself and the ego is this whiny brat oh that's what it feels like god i hate her but i love you you're so hot or whatever blair i am so hot <laughs> yeah you're so hot meanwhile the other part of me the part i respect admire and try to invest majority of my identity in is like i'm just trying to love and evolve into the cosmos why do i have to take care of this little brat the whole time without me you would probably like actually live in a tree well she is not wrong <laughs> god it's so fun impersonating the little pieces of myself for you <laughs> blair loves talking in third person I do it for you, baby boo. See how weird this is? I am now. I am very much talking to myself. I am talking to myself. Hey, maybe that's what we should talk about in part two. Talking to yourself. Whatever that means. All that it means. All that it doesn't mean. Yeah. You know what? The ego hates talking to yourself. So it almost seems like we should probably do it more in spite of our egos telling us it's stupid. It's almost like everything that ego thinks is stupid is probably the opposite of stupid. You could have just said smart, stupid. Stupid is as stupid does. If you're not talking to yourself, you know, like, that's the thing. I just, every every moment we are in a conversation with something, whether it be ourself, whether it be what we're looking at, whether it be with nature, another person, content our bodies are like oh i'm hungry must eat you know like no matter what there is always a conversation and interaction going on you and reality all the time and then of course you is made up of lots of things I, the identity of you is a lot of stuff it's memories it's ego it's you know are you anxious and thinking about the past or anxious and thinking about the future are you daydreaming are you here in the present moment are you sick are you ill are you injured and feeling bad and therefore your mind is feeling bad you know, all these things that we bring to the conversation we have in every moment with reality it's so much to handle when you're trying to understand all of like all we can do with all of this this interaction we have so much power. I just want to find it. We can dig up so much about ourselves if we just turn inward and ask. Ask ourselves. Let's talk about that. Part two. Here we go. So, welcome to part two. Let's get right into it, shall we? Talking to yourself, it doesn't have to look like actually saying words out loud to yourself although maybe it should it doesn't I mean when I talk to myself I'm literally just like in my head have a little convo <laughs> playing out playing out little dialogue to myself and it seems silly sometimes but other times it's actually very personal because you realize there are parts of yourself that need to be like coerced out of hiding you have to like really be like so what do you really think about that? It's okay, let's think about it. <laughs> That's also usually when the ego comes in. It's like, let's not think about it. Let's no, Pay no. attention to me instead. Oh. The ego does not care about your true feelings and the depths of your desire and, you know, all of the, the good stuff of your soul. The ego's like, no, 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 forget all that. And the thing is, you don't you don't even have to forget all that if you just never actually talk to yourself. 
actually give yourself a moment to tell yourself how you're really feeling, what you really, you know, what do you want in this world? What do you want of yourself? What do you expect of yourself? Why don't you believe you can be the best you can be? And if you do, well, then what little decisions are on the path of becoming more evolved and engaged in who you are? You are an infinite source of love and magic. No, I am. The ego wants to just tell you why you are the only special thing here in this world. Anything that is not you and is also special is like a threat to your entire existence, according to ego. I think it's actually a productive, constructive way of addressing your ego problems by having conversations with yourself. Ideally, you know, when the sun is setting or there's like a bright sky of stars or just a you know, pretty clouds. I like watching the sky when I have these conversations with myself. But so what I'm saying is it's a constructive way to kind of train your ego to be quieter because you're giving the stage to all the other, you know, little bits of yourself in the, you know, big headquarters of your brain. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give you an example of the internal dialogue I might have with myself. So in this scenario, I'm looking at the stars. I'm gazing out and I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I truly on the right path for me? And then another part of me is like, you know, if the worst case scenario happens, we're going to handle it just fine. Let's not even worry about it. And then another part is like, are you, are you feeling nervous about something? And then this is when the ego comes in. No, I'm not worried about anything. I am a star princess. And then I'm like, yes, yes, you are. And I'm like, oh, if we keep chasing the love and truth within us, keep rising to the challenge, we'll grow into a much better position to love our people the way they deserve to be loved. And I get to take my throne in the sky castle, right? Uh, yeah, sure. We need to relax into patience, a steady, calm hand, stacking it all together so we don't get too eager and knock it all down. Uh, stack faster. I belong in my castle in the sky already. And then it's like, okay, ego, you don't even have the blueprints to get there. Shut up. And then I'll probably start talking to the stars, try to get them to tell me some secret wisdom they don't tell just anyone. <laughs> hey, stars, do you have any little little secrets to tell me? I'm listening. I'll even try to clear my head and be like, hmm? Yeah, yeah come on, just be me with some star wisdom. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of just looking at the stars. You, st- you just become wiser just looking at the stars. It just really, it's, it is magical. It is really cool. I'm... I am gra- grateful every day the fact that we can look up and there is a sky. What, what would we do without the sky? It would be awful here. Because <laughs> uh, it really does. It feels like, well, are we watching the sky or is the sky watching us? The sky is definitely watching me. We are all one, you stupid biatch. <laughs> uh, it's important to be kind to yourself when you have these conversations. That's the other thing. If you're having conversations with yourself and they're not kind, acknowledge it right now. You're having those conversations where it's like, oh, you stupid person. You are so stupid. You should just sit on the couch and do nothing because you're so dumb. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sorry if you're actually having those conversations with yourself right now because I think we've all been there and it sucks to have that happen. Where you're like, why do I hate myself? But you don't actually hate yourself. You're just like, something is wrong. There's displacement of emotions. I, it's complicated being alive, you know? It's hard to know what the root problem is sometimes. But here is the unfortunate truth. I am going to slap it at you. The root problem is always you. You are always the problem. It is never outside of you. <laughs> and it sucks because it would be nice, right? If it was just, it's just the world is the problem. It's not me. <laughs> okay, but what we're supposed to take from that unfortunate truth is on the bright side, it means that when I run into problems, I am always empowered to face and deal with them because I will have conversations with myself. I will have the hard conversations and I will sit myself down and we will uplift, uproot these problems within and move the fuck on. That's what we'll do. In it. In it. Ego, where are you at? <laughs> we don't have any problems. Duh. We, we're just perfect, obviously. She's delusional, but we don't tell her that ego is always delusional that's like kind of part of its like design it it likes the illusion stuff it likes the superficial immediate gratification stuff it does not like anything that requires patience it doesn't even care about truth it just wants immediate gratification it doesn't care about love because love is out of its control it likes control over everything a trick that's worked pretty well with my ego is I have told the ego, we don't need, to, we were so great, we don't need to control everything. It's it's all, you know, it's just going to work out for us. And the ego's like, yes. And it's like, yes. Okay, now shut up. <laughs> so guys, you know, I would love to hear from you about your self-chat, how you talk to yourself, about your ego, about anything I want your feedback and I want to connect with you. Why do you think I make this podcast, huh? Just for fun? Kind of. I don't need to share any of this stuff with you. You know, it's so authentic. It should have a price tag on it, but it's free because I'm just so awesome like that. So frankly, I don't even I don't even know if you're worthy of all of these thoughts, but I guess if you're here, then you can have them. Because, uh, you know, it's like, this is no big deal. This is easy. This is effortless. So, you know, I don't even care. Okay, then. Anyways, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this episode about ego. We're going to do philosopher's poem. In fact, I'm going to have my ego read it. It's actually maybe a rap. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Philosopher's poem. Help, I'm high on a horse. It has a horn on its forehead. It's holographic. But don't be too quick, cause this is fantastic. Won't knock on wood, cause I fear it's plastic. Never worry about me. I'm flexible and fucking elastic. Touch me, I'll zap you. Cause like I'm ecstatic. Doing cartwheels like gymnastic. Just try me, I crave being drastic. Ego intact, and I can't stop writing like scholastic. Get off the stage. <laughs> I crack myself up but make fun of my own ego. Ha ha ha. Tee Who's the ego now? I don't know. What was that an encore I heard? Uh. I'll be beckoning myself less threatening. My ego. I'm a wrestling. The purpose I'm reckoning for intentions are worth questioning. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure I read that poem out before, but whatever, whatever. Thank you for listening to the best podcast on the planet, Philosopher's Moan. Who does this girl think she is? I do the exit, okay? Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Oh, wait, I just thought of uh, that Pixar short with, I think it's like the beginning of Bug's Life. It's a Pixar short with the two grandpas but it's actually just one grandpa and he's playing chess with himself and he keeps walking to each side of the chess table i just thought i should tell you that that is such a great representation of how we play with our egos it's supposed to be fun we have fun we play we play with our egos okay goodbye